All right, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Dallas Diehards Podcast. I am always a comedian, Spencer Cilio, sitting with the homie, Colby Howard. Yes, sir. Another great Victory Monday. It feels wonderful. wonderful. And if you're wondering why his voice sounds like an old woman, that's because someone went out to uh, 6th Street down in Austin on Saturday night. Yeah, that's another reason why we weren't able to post our usual immediate post-game reaction, because I was in, uh, basically got like two hours of sleep after going to 6th Street, and then we drove back, and I was in this weird state of almost deliriousness of like, I was so tired it was semi a hallucinogen I was on it was it was strange so I had to wake up rewatch the game make sure I remembered everything that happened correctly full disclosure the man did fall asleep at uh what was that well, we, we were already we had already won the game it was yeah right it was in the, the fourth, fourth quarter, yeah before the pick though so right when we were still on the edge of our seat he was asleep yeah, not a, a die bit, hard not a bit. die hard well fuck you calling um, you out calling you out take I was shots. tired now, uh, I also had to run and go do a comedy show down in Fort Worth, so we couldn't hit that reaction. Most of the time, though, I'm not doing shows on Sunday, and he doesn't, you know, isn't in a comatose, so we'll be hitting you with a reaction <laughs> normally. But, man, what a fucking game, Yeah, right? no, it really like, was. It was fantastic. Um, another one of those, like, a little closer than it should have been, but it's okay because it was divisional, and, you know, they play hard. But uh, it was great to watch. It really was. Defensive line, dominant again. I think the rain really helped us. Oh, we, for sure. Because Washington is such a skilled team. You know what I mean? They have so many skilled players, especially Chris Thompson and Josh Dotson. You know, like they're they're just fast, quick guys. Yeah, so they, for sure. Having they that rain slow it down and making it more of a power game than a skill game, I think, really helped us. Oh a lot. yeah, hundred percent. And obviously, you know, they their offensive line was beat up. The whole team Destroyed, was beat man. up. Everybody looked like everybody for Washington was going down. Um, but yeah, just again, Demarcus Lawrence came out dominant. Da- David Irving as well, just in very limited time at this point. Ridiculous. He's already got five sacks in three games. Dude, three games got five sacks. I mean, pace to finish with twenty, 20. through twelve games. I mean, absolutely that's crazy. insane. Like <laughs> absolutely nuts. Um, and then he's second on our team, which makes it even more nuts. You know, if you put that to scale, that's. I mean, we've been else's. talking about it every week since he's been back, right? The combination of those. Oh yeah, two absolutely. And then he's unstoppable. Yesterday, especially Tyrone Crawford played his ass off. I mean, he had the forced yeah. fumble, he had the blocked kick that changed the entire game. And at that yeah. point, it's, it was cool too because you saw that even if Tyrone Crawford didn't block it, right behind yeah, him was yeah, David yeah, Irving he was to block get the block it as well, uh, which is awesome that we had that effort. You know, both of them, both, both of them were trying to get there, there trying that to get hard. It. I mean, we've really stepped up our game on special teams. What's his name? Rick Piata is that the special yeah, teams coach? Yeah, I mean, he's he's good. I've always liked him. I've never had any problems with him. But man, he's doing good this year. We've got a, we got a couple forced fumbles on special. Actually, the only thing we're missing though, Ryan Switzer's struggling. On oh the my return. god, man! The big guy he got a second shot at that, that second, one and yeah, ended up doing something. The one with that bounced it, to the ten over his head. Even then, before that, <laughs> he, he makes that. a quick. Maybe it was it was really windy though. It's raining. It's hard to see the football. Yeah, it's gotta be no, fair a little bit. You know? But at the same time, it's like we haven't really seen. I mean, I can think of maybe one decent return he's made. I haven't seen one decent and big not, and not even, return. Yeah, not even, even definitely not a touchdown. And he hasn't looked as quick. On the punt returns you want to see. What he did and look great was on that third down catch he made. Yeah, exactly. Down. Yeah, which for it was only a second catch of the season, but that you feel like exactly why I mean, we drafted him. Like he's a perfect Cole Beasley replacement, and Cole Beasley gets taken out of the game with concussion. He goes right, right in, in third and six. We don't miss seven a, yards. Yeah, we don't miss a beat, man. It was perfect. Our offense really looked solid. We just were dominant on the offensive line. Again, offensive line looking solid. Yeah, so Jonathan Cooper, more than 30 points, right? I'm so with him. I really like Jonathan Cooper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The one I'm worried about though, man, Lyle kind of struggled. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, we that one, uh, the one second, it's a drive in the second half where the Cowboys are going down to score. They throw that should have been caught touchdown to Des Bryant in the corner. The Which, play right after God, that on third down, we were looking at it. Lyle Collins doesn't block the safety at all. He doesn't see the blitz coming, blocks nobody. and then, Completely his responsibility is who you have to get. He has no one to, to block because they're running a stunt with the defensive line. And perfectly, it's really on that right tackle to make that block because then it's going to leave Dak Prescott with a one-on-one with a linebacker blitzing. And as we've seen throughout his 
Like he's, a miss or he's he'll got just him. throw it while he's being tackled exactly. somehow. Exactly. But because he's got two guys coming at him, he doesn't have a room to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And he's got to make a throw with the pressure. And th- he makes a bad throw. It is what it is. You'd like him to make that throw, but... It's also the rain, so on a dry day, you know, you get a little more velocity. Probably. It probably doesn't yeah. get, you know, not as windy or anything like that, but still a great game. The only thing you're really nitpicking at, Dak's stats weren't great. They weren't great, um, but I mean, if Dez catches the, the touchdown. The touchdown, yeah, it makes it all, it brings it all back. It hits him right in the hands in the end zone. You know what I mean? It's yeah. raining. That's still a catch he makes so much, though, all the time, all the I time. feel like. I feel like I've seen him make that catch like 20 times. He just doesn't. And then he had another one that most likely would have been a touchdown, but Dak overthrew him a little bit. And, uh, yeah, he had, he had the corner kind of, but had a perfect throw and a perfect catch. And we've seen him do it, but he overthrew him slightly. Not yesterday. And then he was throwing that temper tantrum with the whole uh, putting two fingers up. He only up. got two receptions. Yeah. Um, but we, we talked about it during the broadcast and when we, we watched it. Uh, Dak's ability to just walk over and be like, dude, calm down. We're winning the, you know what I mean? Like, we're winning this game. It's not a big deal. He's such a leader. He's such a leader. After that, his little temper tantrum starts. But by the way, like, I love Dez. We've been fans of, the, of him, obviously, since he came into the league. But he's kind of stopped bitching and moaning so damn much. Dude, you're not only a grown man in the, by this point, but you've been in the NFL for a while. This is just how it is some weeks. You should know that. And I understand you're such a competitor, and that's why you want the ball. And I respect the shit out of that. I'm just saying you're really – now at this point, I used to be like, oh, he's just emotional. That's not detrimental to the team. At this point, it's kind of getting to the point where it is a little bit, and you're definitely old enough to see that it – you know what I mean? Like, It definitely felt really selfish to me. Like, the whole putting up two, like, hey, I've only got two targets. Like, I get it, man. Right, but we're also winning the game. We're winning the game, and we're pounding the rock. And clearly, we're winning the battle line of scrimmage. Yeah. Our offensive line is being dominant. Absolutely. Let's lean on what's working. Yeah, we'll hit you with the play action. You're only going to get four targets for the game. That's what he got. Yeah, you know for sure. I mean? Or I think he got five. But, uh, look, it is what it is, right? He's got to chill out. You can't yeah, make it out of I just think gotta, that like, at this point in your career, it's, moving, you've been man. in there for like, too long. We're, we're a team that wants to play for some real shit. And you're that's a veteran. Such a you're a veteran on the yeah. team. You've been on the team for as long as you know some of our most veteran players. I mean, we have Jason Witten, so it's different. But like, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? As far as most teams go, he would be a very tenured player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at that point, you can't be a distraction on the side. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, no, I think it's just a little much. I think most point. of the time, he is passion, right? He is like, let's go. He's trying to get everyone motivated. Oh, and that and, I respect it. I fuck with you. Know, but like, clearly, that's great. Yeah, I mean, yesterday, man. That was about me. That was all. Yeah, that, no, that, that's sure, what really yeah. bothered me. I just, the, there's time and place for all of it. That's not the time. That's definitely not the way to do it. Like no. if you are going to do it, walk over to your quarterback in a way that even if the, when the cameras are on you, they're not going to tell the broadcast team to cut to you. You're just like it's just y'all two talking over one of those stupid Microsoft Surface tablets. You know what I mean? Like, well, and what's what I liked is that Dak came up to him, or when Dez was kind of yelling at him, Dak was just like, "Calm down, yeah. I got you." Yeah, he said, you "I'll take care I mean? of you." Something I'll like take that. Care. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what you want to see. I mean, just 100%. the fact that he's got that control. And, and rapport. And I never and saw Tony do that. I never once saw him on the side, like telling him to, like, you know, like quiet, like it's not a big deal. I remember him trying, but it not working. But, but yeah, I mean, he two, would go talk to him. Younger but. Des, to be fair, a younger Des, you know what I mean? So oh, it's, yeah, it's different, 100%. Right? No, like, it's, it's, well, yeah. It's comparing apples and oranges. I'm just saying the right. fact that he immediately, like, felt such a need to take charge of his team and go over well, there. Well, last year down. when Des's dad died, they kind of had that bonding moment of, like, you know, I've yeah, gone through losing yeah. a parent, you know what I mean? So, Felt like they bonded on that, so maybe they have a little bit of respect for each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. But all in all, was real fun to watch. It really was like neck and neck, and neck until the blocked field goal, and then fucking Orlando Scandrick. I want to see him score so bad. He came so, bad. so close. I think that's the, one of the best games of his career. Oh, I think that's the best. He had the sack. He had a bunch of big tackles. The the return was incredible. I can't. I mean, it should have been a touchdown had the punter not just thrown himself at like three people yeah luckily they called a penalty that was ridiculous yeah. actually a great play no by mad respect punter. dude mad respect we like that is i don't have the balls to do it i'd be like oh, i scored we lost <laughs> i don't know he uh, took out two cowboys 
defenders that were going to make a block and yeah. let Orlando Skander score, and he stopped him. I mean, we scored right yeah. after because we got Zeke, but yeah, I was going to say good be- best part for me probably was yesterday was Zeke performance. Just again, you know, it comes off probably the best game of his career, you could argue. Yeah. Um, if not the best, definitely second best. It's second best. It's, it's and then he comes yeah. out on the first game and fumble. He only fumbled, fumbled once all of last year, which was also at Washington, which is strange, right? He only has two fumbles and they're both in that stadium. It was raining and the guy really just punched it out as he was. Yeah, going no, yeah, it's a great play. But uh, anyway, what happened to, last year when, to, when Josh Norman exactly, yeah, hard, to bounce back after that <laughs> and then have a great yard. I mean, he had thirty three carries, he had like one hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns. The third one shouldn't have been called back, but it was. Oh man, that bullshit holding call on Tyron. I mean, look, yeah, he he had the the pads, man, but he was he was pushing full yeah. back. And I mean, it's just he was it's, it's a run block, yeah. And uh, a lot also, of bad one thing that was pissing me off is not only there was a lot of bad calls, but the Fox broadcast team kept talking about how many penalties Tyron Smith had. And number one, they were quoting it wrong. They were saying he had four holdings, and uh, the man had three holdings and a false start. For the record. And the one on the touchdown for me is not a hold. One of them he gets beat, but he's playing with a bad back, man. And he's kind of, I don't know. I feel like his back is limiting what is for sure a Hall of Fame talent so much and nobody's realizing it and they're overly criticizing him for it. It's pretty frustrating. Cause I, but I still think, you know, he's still dominant. I mean, like he's making big plays on the, on the touchdown run after the, the kick return. The oh, way yeah, he, absolutely. Tyron just bulldozes a motherfucker to let yeah. Zeke get in there. I mean, he's still dominant run defense. We're seeing it in pass rush. I just think it hits him sometimes. Because like... he's, he's lost his mobility. I mean, if you've ever had a back injury, I worked at this warehouse for like two years doing a bunch of bullshit manual labor, and I would get really bad back pain. At that point, man, I couldn't walk yeah, around. No, I couldn't terrible, do anything. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm a like, six foot two person. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? For he's sure. six foot six and made of muscle. If yeah. his back is fucked up, how hard is that going to be for him to move? No, yeah, it's the absolutely. whole dancing bear thing people talk yeah, about with, with sure. your left tackle. You know, if a bear's got a fucked up back, it's not going to dance. Yeah, like, exactly, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, I just think that they were being way, way too critical of him. And I think the officiating in that game really had a hand in deciding it, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, we ended up winning, so it worked out okay. But a W's a they, W, I'll take it. I thought they were a little too active. The, uh, the, the, not only the Fox broadcasting crew talking about how bad it was, but uh, the officials themselves throwing way too many stupid penalties. A lot of flags yesterday. But we saw a lot of flashes from players I wanted to see. Like that Jalen Smith near interception. Yeah, yeah, he played great. He did. That was a great diving effort. I mean, he didn't get it, and you. I mean, I guess you could criticize that you wanted to make that catch. It's in the rain and it's diving. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. it was on third down, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but, no, it was. They punted after that. Right. That's just such an amazing play, man. It's, it, really, what you want to see from him, right? It was great to see him. He struggled back. in coverage, so to see that was huge. Absolutely, yeah, it was great to see him play well. Like we said, Orlando Skandrick, That's got to be the best game of his career, I think. I definitely can't think, so. think of name a better one. Jordan Lewis had a. So-so game, but, you know, whatever. Dawson should have got that. Really, really Dawson should have got yeah. that. And to see him get burned made me a little worried because you, you worry about, like... You might like that straight line speed a little bit, and now you kind of see it, but... It also was raining. He was kind of stumbling on that straight line, yeah, too. And so also, that field fluidly. looked bad. Dude, I think that's why Washington has so many injuries. It's got to be one of the things, right? right? I mean, like, their field is terrible. Every time we play them I'm at their field, I'm just like, what is and especially this? especially in the rain, too, whenever it just, like... And it rains there all the time. Yeah, you think yeah, they would exactly. figure it out, but, like... They just put a roof over their stadium. Or go to turf. Get... Like, why do they have that real grass stuff? It's yeah. terrible, you too. You know the turf that's in Cowboys Stadium cost them, like, $1.5 or something like that? Did it really? It's like the ni- yeah, it's, like, the nicest shit. Yeah, which, obviously, it would be. You would want it to be in, to match the billion-dollar, two-billion-dollar stadium, but... That's where they spent a fucking million dollars is just on the turf just that on they turf. play on. <laughs> How much would you think that'd be like per petal of grass, right? That's expensive. Oh, yeah, probably. No, I'm sure they – I wonder what uh, – they probably buy in like five by like 10-yard sections or something like that. But I wonder what it would break down to like, like by per, inch and by foot. Yeah. <laughs> per leaf of grass. Yeah. Man, other things from yesterday I really liked. The continuity that we're seeing on the offensive line now. 
every game. Oh, I feel like getting yeah. better and better and better. I mean, we talked earlier, Lyle missed that. And he, his first year at right tackle, he's only seven games in. Got to cut him a little bit of slack there. Do you know that uh, heading into that game, Washington's defense was fifth against the run? Really? Did not know that. That's actually did really not awesome. Know that. Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. Uh, I heard that on the broadcast when I rewatched it because I was, you know, a little delirious the first time and did not hear that little <laughs> factoid. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that was pretty impressive. You then. had that thing where you were still drunk the day after. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. But you don't really realize that you're absolutely. slowly falling into a hangover. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and then it just hit me at one point. Like, I took a shower at halftime, and I was like, oh, dude, I feel great. And then about, like, halfway through the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, this is getting bad. <laughs> like, my, my the headache was starting to slide in. That really needing sleep was starting to slide in. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty funny, honestly. But a uh, bunch of statistics that I wanted to, to bring up. So this is with and without Sean Lee this year. So points per game with Sean Lee, they're giving up 18. Not bad. You can win but a lot of games with our offense. You're giving up 18. Without, 35. Oof. Uh, total yardage is 308 without, 377. Or, excuse me, 308 with, 377 without. So that's not too bad. The rushing yards is is fucking crazy. It's astounding. 82 yards is the average with Sean Lee. Without him is 164. God That's damn. literally a double. Like, don't get me wrong. I know he's our play caller and uh, the main run tackler, but double the rushing yards without him. And uh, the last one that's astounding is takeaways with Sean Lee on the field. They have nine. Without, they have one. That's ridiculous. So that man. shows you it's that, like, he's by different. far the most valuable player yeah. of the defense. And you I could mean, argue. What, what did we. How many games did he miss? The one? Two. Two. Right, he missed two. Yeah, yeah, he missed two. So, I mean, I guess you got to take that into consideration with the num- yeah. with the like. And one of them is a good Rams numbers. team who probably really? would have tr- tr- probably would have fucked us up with him in there. But um, still surprising that Rams team's rolling. Yeah, like no. That. Whenever I saw those statistics, I was like, that is absolutely astounding. Yeah, it really is. Man, I don't, I don't know. Like, the the stats show it for sure, but that just that emotional difference you see when Sean Lee's on the field. The fact that like everyone just seems a lot more calm on the defense. And oh, absolutely! Just such yeah, a, it's, they're a lot more together because he's leading them. And I feel like they know what to expect from each other more whenever he's on the field for somebody. Like I feel like when he's on the field, everybody's focused on what I got to do. When he's not on the field, your better player, your Byron Jones, is like, "Fuck, does everyone? Is everyone well, going to be okay?" The, the like, biggest thing is like the more you work with someone, the easier it becomes. So, oh, absolutely, yeah, that's what they're, they're just used to. It, yeah, you know? that's absolutely. All of a sudden, Jalen Smith too. is on there. In, in, in the middle of the field, it's just different. You're missing something. Yeah, absolutely. That you don't have with him. Um, but Byron, yeah. so speaking of Byron Jones, man, that pick six he had, only the second interception of his career, but, hey, it was nice. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'll take it. He's not, I mean, he's more of a like coverage tackle guy anyways, which I see it. I, I mean, I wanted him to be a more middle-of-the-field type of guy, but we, we use Jeff Heath for that because I think Byron Jones is really good at uh, man coverage, so I think that's why we put Jeff Heath as the single high safety a lot of times. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Because um, there was that play yesterday, I think it was a pass to Jameson Crowder, where Jeff Heath tackled him about the two or three yard line. Uh, Anthony Brown absolutely gets burned on the play. It's really on him. But what I don't like, and you can see in the replay, Heath doesn't realize that Anthony Brown is burned or the the ball is going to even go to Jameson Crowder because he's watching the quarterback. Yeah, which you like your eyes on the quarterback, but he doesn't start running over to cover until the throw is, is made. Is. Yeah, now, don't be saying. wrong, Heath's pretty fast, and he gets there right as the guy catches it and tackles him, saves a touchdown. you got to respect that play. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. if he would just be a little more aware there and and see that Anthony Brown got burned, he probably could have been over there to make the pick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, there's nitpicking a little bit, but you know, it's just I mean, something again, I know. We keep saying it with Jeff Heath. Like, I just really would rather almost anyone else. Like, I, and I guarantee, I, I know he gets better, and he's the guy that works super hard, and that's why he is the starter, and he definitely deserves it. Uh, we talk a lot of shit about him, but it just it kills. 
appeals to me. It's the same reason why I don't want Ryan Switzer returning punts. Like I understand he's, he's probably got talent, but he's man, probably it's... the best punt returner. But what I'm seeing on the field is you're like, fuck, man, he just does not play very well. He makes bad decisions a lot. So we feel like we'd rather have someone else who's not as athletically inclined and who's smarter out there. Like what I really liked when I watched his college tape was like, oh man, look at how risky he is about going for the the fair catch. Like yeah. he would not do it a lot of times to make plays. But in the NFL, man, and you just you can't do that. He's just paranoid or something. It looks well, like. well, no, but like, like he's done it a couple of times where he's like been late on the fair catch and he's almost fumbled, and then he had the time where he, yeah, did, and fumble, he did fumble, and, and then yesterday he had it where he misjudged it. But I mean, it's just it's getting frustrating. Like if you're not making any plays and all you're doing is a detriment back there, let's just get someone who can yeah, catch it. Yeah, let's get it. someone and who's at least just not doing the like, work. I feel like, like Terrence Williams would be pretty good at returning punts, right? Like, yeah, well, I mean, I feel like he would be athletic, just because he's he fucking speedy. Catch. He, he played well, a really good game Well, you know, game here's the problem. I mean, it's pretty obvious one of the first things you think of Terrence Williams is body catching. That's, yeah, you know, you got to catch the ball yeah. with your hands if you're catching punts. Yeah, and uh, it's not something he's good at, so maybe that's why he's not back there. Absolutely not. But speaking of Terrence Williams, I thought he played a great game yesterday. He that really one did. really that, young, that really long, long. That's what we need from him. He's blocking like a motherfucker on a lot of those Zeke runs downfield, I mean, which I like good it when, when he plays with our Alvin Harper, right? Our number two guy that's going to make a couple big plays, big catches, and catching runs. You know? and Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, we saw that yesterday. Yeah, um, he played really well. Uh, Jason Witten just, you know, you know, does it again. <laughs> Mr. Consistent. I, I never really have a problem with his game. He's oh, no, always so once. great in run ever blocking, and yesterday a, he was dominant. Ever since I've been aware of what a good football player is in the NFL, Jason Witten was one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Ever I'm, since I've been aware of the NFL, I've just been like, yeah, Jason Witten's good at football. Right, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was nice to see yesterday with all of, I mean, really just across the board, man, just great performance. Like, there's not anything that I'm really, like, worried about. It I was, and they didn't they didn't exactly blow them out, but it was one of those games, like, we were winning, you know, pretty much the entire time after. I would have liked to see a little more, uh, like, run like run defense. Like, we didn't run the ball very much, so yeah, that's true. it wasn't, wasn't too much of a problem. Um, but, like. I don't know. The only thing I, I'm, I'm missing a little bit is just like that interior. Like I guess Malik is the guy, but I don't know. I haven't seen him make as many plays as I'd like. There's that dude Ash that came in. I think number seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. Ash was making some plays. See, they promoted him from plays. the practice squad, you know which is I mean? nice to right. see him in the so, game immediately. This was the set I was looking for. So Demarcus Lawrence, after yesterday, has ten and a half sacks. He's the first Cowboy with double-digit sacks since Jason Hatcher way back in, in 2013. 2013. Yeah, and he's done it through seven. There's seven games on track to break the record. I hope he does, man. How awesome would that be? Well, that would be amazing. I, I still feel buy, like major major media sleeping on the I fact that we got Jersey such a great so pass bad. rush oh, this yeah, year. For sure, it's crazy, man. I mean, uh, since David Irving's been back, I mean, we've been dominant. No, absolutely. And even before then, he was you know Demarcus Lawrence was still affecting the game a lot. But now there's just two of them. You know, to now be he's fair, just multiplying. Gone up against bad and or injury ridden offensive lines all three games. Recently, Green yeah. Bay injured offensive line. 49ers garbage offensive line. Washington injured as hell. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, next so, week will be the real test. We'll see if it all stays consistent. But I'd love to see us rolling, you know, like it is right now. Obviously, three yeah. straight games of over 30 points. What we like you to see. Pick six. Hey, the stats are stats, man. Yeah, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like you, Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> points <laughs> on the know, board man. is more points on the board. But yeah, I also love, uh, was it three turnovers they force? Because you got the fumble from uh, Demarcus Lawrence, the pick six, and then oh, I guess Jalen Smith almost has the pick. And then Taco almost had the pick. Yeah. Another almost by Taco. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw the funniest fucking tweet yesterday. So, uh, somebody, Out of the one that said, it's Taco time? No, 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 no. Somebody, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. There's this one, I think you showed me yesterday, where 
Taco goes up against the right tackle, oh. and he just <laughs> throws him to the ground. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty bad. It was just a highlighting uh, he how he really fucked up. But anyways, somebody he didn't tweeted. Even fuck up. He just got owned. Somebody tweeted uh, Demarcus Lawrence has another dominating day. David Irving shows up again. Taco has fun. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just that's not that's not. I mean, he's I a hear. rookie, so I guess we gotta keep waiting for him to come along. But man, where's something at? Yeah, for sure. I'm getting more and more worried every week. I mean, yeah, like especially whenever you look at that one video of him just getting thrown to the ground. That's really not what and you don't want. Don't get me wrong, Morgan Moses, really good tackle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's he's not even 100. percent He's real banged he's got up. Got both in that ankles one. injured. You know what I mean? And you're a prime healthy rookie. Absolutely. Yeah. To, to get just dominated like that, it's, yeah. it's worrisome, man. It, it, it's got me worried. But yeah, I know everybody's talking about it as the play of the game, but with the the blocked kick and then the return, that's setting up the Cowboys touchdown, that's a 10-point swing in the game. That's giant. Huge. And you go into halftime winning by one. So that's absolutely play. a stat. Like, that, if that doesn't happen and give us that much momentum, you really wonder how yesterday we may goes, lose that right? Game. Yeah. But that's, that's what you need. And honestly, from a complete team and a team that I think can make a deep playoff run, that's what has to happen. And I think oh, we're yeah, showing absolutely. signs yeah. of having that, that – the takeaway defense, we have a pass rush, and we have a ball-controlling dominant offense. That right there alone is enough to win a Super Bowl because you can control the ball, and then when yeah, the other team has yeah. it, you if they're trying to pass it. One or two it, extra possessions. We talked about it. Yeah. One or two extra possessions with our team is seven, if we can ten, just start or 14 seeing, more points. I mean, we, we're not doing bad this year, but like really take it up a level. I think I'll have so much confidence in a Super Bowl run is if we can get a little more interceptions. You know what I mean? If we can see Byron Jones do what he did yesterday. Yeah, that's the true. The play yeah. Anthony Brown had last week against the 49ers in garbage time. He had made an interception yeah, that they absolutely. ended up calling back. Yeah, it was a bullshit call. But if we can just see more plays like that, which, I mean, look, we're seeing it already, but just keep it going yeah. and keep that momentum rolling as we get closer yeah. to the playoffs. I'm excited, man. I really think yeah, for sure. that if this defense can be getting takeaways, having a pass rush, and then with our offense – Maybe Super Bowl time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people um, are sleeping on us, but I've, this team's looking good. Because well, look, I mean, for the <laughs> to be fair, first month of the season, it's everybody's talking about the Eagles and you know the the Chiefs because they're fuck undefeated. The Eagles, yeah, man. fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. I can't wait to play the Eagles. I, I really can't, can't wait, dude. I hope um, we win so bad. Yeah, and we'll talk about it obviously on Thursday when we do our full preview for the for Kansas the City game. game. But yeah. I think that's the absolute test of the year. For the sure. test of the test. And then after that, you know, it'll be okay. So now we know how we do over the AFC. Now we got to beat the looks like the best team in the NFC, being the Eagles. We play the Eagles after the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a brutal part of this game. Crazy, man. Back-to-back games, we're going up against, I mean, AFC and NFC best. Yeah, for It's going to sure. be exciting, though, because I really have faith in this Cowboys team. And right, right here, and we then, got it, man. <clears throat> I mean, Dak doesn't have the best statistical game yesterday, but he's, he doesn't play bad. He just does what he does. His worst is just still pretty fucking good. <laughs> Again, though, if De- if Dez just catches the pass that he should have caught. Oh, yeah. His stats turn out stats fine, are way for better. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, do we know if Rico's coming back, man? Because he's is, he's eligible eligible to be put on the team now. Yeah, and they promoted and uh, the, old boy the Jarwin. Other, yeah, man. I just want to see. He like, a catch, I he had a catch last uh, yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. I did not see him at all. Yeah, Jarwin had a catch. I'm pretty sure Jarwin had a catch yesterday. I don't know. Um, see, I'm still seeing. Uh, Source Cowboys received positive news on Rico Gathers. That was on the fifth of October. Uh, man. Ah, so nothing, nothing too recently then. Nothing news put out soon. Uh, here's a thing from CBSSports.com. Says Rico gathers working into football shape. October 27th. Well, fuck, he should be in football shape. Jesus. Well, I mean, he had a concussion, man. No, so, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> the hardest thing, though, is that like he can't. Um, 
Well, speaking of concussions, Cole Beasley got diagnosed with one, which is that's uh, fucking brutal. Yeah, we're not. And the immediate question is, well, how long is he going to be out? And that's the the good and bad thing about this new concussion protocol thing is he has to pass a series of tests. So I mean, it could be a week, could be which is good, man. It's good for his health. No, I mean it's good for everyone's health that they do that now. But uh, at the same time, as a fan, you're like, ah, but I need my boy back. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. But at least the Ryan Switzer in that that one reception that he had, just his second reception on the year, he looked like the perfect Cole Beasley replacement. Like that's why you see why they drafted him. But just like Cole Beasley, I guess he's not that good of a punt returner. I think that's what we're seeing. I guess, yeah. I think that he's, you know what I mean? Like they're good slot corners or <laughs> slot receivers, but they just, they are a little too slow to really be dynamic punt returners in the NFL. You know, that yeah, they could do absolutely. in college, but just the NFL is just a little too fast. I mean, maybe we'll see it from Ryan Switzer. I don't want to totally write him off. Yeah, he, was, he might turn it around. Dude, he was dominant in college. Especially as a punt returner. He was good at it. I mean, that's what he, for all four years that he played. Yeah, absolutely. It was ridiculous. And then his last year, he really turned it on a wide receiver. And I think that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to be more of a receiver than he will be a returner for us. Yeah, oh, come, for sure. Come At the least next I two, hope. three years. But man, it's it's scaring me with with the way he's returning the ball. It's just it's it's, it's risky every time. Yeah, it's I'm, just, I'm not confident. I'm, ne- like, I'm on edge like, about like, it. When we had Dwayne Harris, I was excited for punt return. I thought he was going to score on you every play I mean? or at least fair catch it because he never would really fumble and he was always really reliable. I, we call him the Predator. That was the nickname we gave yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the hair. And after that, you know, uh, Lucky Whitehead, I never really liked. He was always the same thing with Ryan Switzer. It made me a little nervous every time he'd go for a return. Lucky Whitehead always felt gimmicky, you know? Like, a little bit, yeah. I liked so, him in that first preseason when he broke out. I thought he might be good. And then after that, I was like, I like uh, them, Again, it's almost like the same thing with Switzer, where it's like, I like them more as a receiver, receiver than I do yeah. a returner, even though they're really fast. I don't know. Sometimes returns just make me nervous because so many turnovers happen and penalties and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um but overall, just another great day to be a Cowboys fan. It really was. It's getting better and better. We're moving on up, dude. It was rough yeah, to start absolutely. the year. It was, it was a slow start. To um, be fair, the the games that we didn't record a podcast on are the ones we lost. Yeah, no, this is true. So it's so, almost like a bad omen. That's why we got to keep going. I'm thinking it's all us, right? <laughs> all the credit goes to the diehards. It definitely feels like that, right? Um, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see this next week because it's going to be such a test, especially to see how do we deal with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that to see if we can cover someone who's truly speedy, and then obviously Kareem Hunt is just the scariness of scary. Ooh, I just saw right now minutes ago Zeke Elliott heads into the courtroom in New York City Jesus to find Christ. out if he can play for the rest of the season. So that's at least the good news by today. We'll know if he'll be in for the rest of the year or out for the rest of the year or out for the six games. Yeah, uh, I worked this morning. I'm working later tonight in the middle of that double life. If he ends up getting suspended, man, we'll hit you with a reaction tonight. Yeah, we we'll, home, we'll, have man, to. we'll have to look at what we're going to do on offense. But honestly, I'm nervous I mean, as shit now. we've had a lot of good wins in court, though. We have. we got some momentum in court, just like we do on the football field, which <laughs> fucking sucks to say. But with this Cowboys team, you got to, because we got fucking court cases all over the place. Right. My I, man is innocent. Oh, yeah. Free Zeke. Free him and then feed him. Yeah, absolutely. In, in that order. Yeah, man. I Oh, getting nervous. But I think, honestly... I think it'll turn around for us. I, I got, I got hope. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I really think either way with the decision, no matter which way it goes, it really galvanizes an us against them thing. And I think that's what you gotta have to go far. And if he does get suspended right now, he'll be back. He'll be the back to the playoffs. So that's huge. And he'd be back with. So there's, um, well, we have nine we, games left. Uh, yeah. they're four and three, they played seven, so they have nine games left. He's spending for six. So if he does miss all six right now, you'd come back with the last three weeks of the season to kind of get back in shape and get used to it, and then hit the playoffs. So at the same time, 
this would be the perfect time for him to be suspended, I I mean, obviously we're going for no suspension. But we're trying to catch that silver lining, and it wouldn't be necessarily a horrible time. That's the most silver lining, though. No seat for six weeks is always bad for the playoffs, but yeah. yeah. I'll Um, take it, dude. I'll take what I can get. But then, obviously, during those six games, we'd have to get some Ws to guarantee that we have a playoffs room to make it back to. Yeah, we had a Jeff Swaim sighting on Sunday. A little bit of tight end action. yeah. I really want Rico to come back because that we need that second tight end. That I mean, look, Swaim and Hannah are great blockers, but that's what they are—great blockers. Yeah, and I want that dynamic, like that receiving ability of a second tight end, because obviously one of them, the, the one of them, we, we used have to run battle. a lot of two tight end sets that we just—I mean, we do sometimes still, but like it's just does—it's not dynamic. It's only when we're going big to because, run the ball, and it's because clear. one of them's just not a threat. Yeah, so that's and we why saw in the preseason Rico gathers is a goddamn threat. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. he'll just moss you. He's huge yeah. and he's athletic. Man, I, I really want him to come back. That would be a huge weapon. And I'm surprised that it's not really being talked about because he's eligible to return. Yeah, I think it's – well, you know, part of it is he's not – he doesn't really know football that well either, and I think that's that's a lot of it. I don't give a shit. Oh, <laughs> he's I don't so either. athletic, I he's man. Just put him out wide. I would definitely have him in the game for sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously we would have him in the game, but it's just kind of like, you know, I don't know. Is he healthy? Is his head all right? Hopefully we'll find out. Absolutely, I thought uh, Thursday we'll talk about it. Thought Mike Nugent played really well. That was a great dude. To that see. was very. He did miss the one. He when missed, he missed 49. that first one. I was like, dude, we need Dan Bailey back. It's I don't forty-nine know how we're yards this. and is in the wind and rain and little adversity, and then he comes back and makes the rest of them. Uh, yeah. Was he make three? So, yeah, he killed it, man. He, he hit uh, three out of four, right? Yeah, yeah. He just missed the first one, which I'll take was it. his first kick in like a year and a half in a real game. Yeah, that and actually also, counted. I don't want my kicker taking four field goals. You know what I mean? We got to be better on a red zone offense, which we have a great red zone offense. We talked about it a lot in the last episode about how dominant they've been. But little, yeah, little was, out of sync in the red it zone. Weak, yeah, a little I mean? out of sync. I mean, we talked about the the Dez touchdown that should have been the bad mm-hmm. Lyell play that you know that was on third yeah. and five. The ball goes to the feet of Jason Witten, so. A couple, and then the touchdown gets called back. So there's a couple little ticky tacky things that happen, but but still, man. yeah, absolutely. We had fourteen, uh, we had fourteen touchdowns on sixteen red zone drives before entering Coming yesterday. In. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's uh, it's a little worrisome, but I think I think it's just no, I think, a, a competitive, good team in bad environment was the only reason we saw a little drop off yeah, as far as our sure, offense yeah. goes, passing the ball wise. Absolutely. Um, I think the Redskins, you know, I mean, they're pretty good. De- they're pretty good defense. Yeah. You know? I mean, you talked about it earlier. Fifth, fifth ranked rank rushing offense. The, rushing and then defense. Deke, has, Deke, God damn, did it again. Zeke has thirty three carries, one hundred and fifty yards, three touchdowns. So, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. 100%. It's pretty dope, man. Um, I will be back on Friday doing a full preview of this Chiefs game. We'll probably go for a long one on that one because we got a lot of things to br- go go over. Yeah, to be um, scared of. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty worried about that game. But man, yesterday was a blast. Yeah, it's been a, been another great victory Monday. Another thirty point performance. You know, shouts out to Wayne Scandrick for best game of his career. I think yeah. the the old Wiley vet man, tenth year in the league, yeah. and just really really had a good game. It was awesome to see because I, I love Orlando. I think Scandrick. Demarcus Lawrence gotta be defensive player of the year. That's yeah. God, I mean, gotta I mean, be. gotta be. Gotta if, be. Like, if, he, if he maintains the space, there's no way if he he's not. Smashes the sack record, then you feel like he's got to win defensive player of the year. Um, and he's definitely the defensive player of our team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And now he's starting to get that for those forced fumbles and those formal for fumble recoveries, which puts you towards God, the defensive player of the year again. That's one thing I wanted to throw in. It's exciting. This Cowboys team is really building momentum, and I really think, man, coming coming down the the second half of this season. Because I feel like we had it's all the momentum last year in week three and week four and week five. Now we have it in And I think the Eagles have it this eight. year. Yeah. And we're the team that's really going to build that momentum and go and win the goddamn Super Bowl. Finally. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Um, yeah, which is tight because even though the Eagles have a much better record than we do at this far, we haven't played them at all. So if you get two wins against them, you have your division. You know and, what I mean? Yeah, and then we're tied. 
Yeah, because we haven't lost a game in the division, yeah. and the Redskins are basically out of it now. Because as of we yesterday, just, they haven't just, lost; they haven't won a game in the division. Let's just not lose. Let's just, <laughs> just never lose, lose again. Go thirteen and three, and then I'm happy. Oh, you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, oh man, we'll be back on Friday, really breaking things down, talking about more, more things. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be doing stand up all around the DFW, doing a Halloween show at uh, Dallas Comedy House in Deep Ellum. Uh, Wednesday, I'll be at uh, Hyenas in Dallas. And uh, Thursday, I'll be at Noble Ray Brewery. You know, and if you, you want to know, just uh, add me on Facebook, Spencer Cilio, S-I-L-E-O in the last name. Uh, hit us up, man, uh, as far as you got questions for Cowboys. We'll talk about them on the next episode. Hit you up in the meantime, at Dallas Diehards on Twitter, at the Dallas Diehards on Instagram. Absolutely. Um, Use, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as We're always. everywhere, you know um, what I mean? Yeah, use the hashtag Dallas Diehards. I'm the only one that's using it right now, and it's a little, it's a little lonely. It feels like it. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a great hashtag too. If you if you really fuck with this with the Cowboys, you're diehard. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Yeah, and it's got the great alliteration, so I went for it. But yeah, um, use the hashtag. Hit us up on anything, any questions. It really, really makes the shit out of our week to get somebody hitting us up about anything. For sure. And um, yeah, I got I got nothing else. You got anything? No, not. We'll see y'all on Friday. All right, we out. <laughs>